Welcome to the Alger Podcast. Following the podcast, there will be a brief disclosure. Hello, I'm Alex Bernstein, and you're listening to the Alger Podcast, investing in growth and change. I'm always excited to talk to Alger Client Portfolio Manager, Alan Kirby, because he spends a tremendous amount of his time on the road meeting with investors and talking to them about their experiences, fears, and hopes with today's market. Alan, thanks so much for joining me this afternoon. Thank you for having me, Alex. Alan, you've got the ear of so many investors, and I know they have a lot of questions. So can you tell us how you think they're all reacting to the current market? I think the way that I would answer that is the longer the horizon that the investor has, the calmer, the less rattled they seem to be by what has been a very unusual year thus far in the first three quarters of 2022 which has been characterized, of course, first by the anticipation of a Fed hiking cycle, and then what we've seen, which has been, uh, I think, a fairly hawkish positioning and a continual series of Fed interest rate hikes. And so the way I would answer that question is the shorter the term of the outlook of the investor, you're getting questions like, when's this going to end? When will this market reach bottom? And of course, not having a crystal ball, I think you want to be careful about calling a specific point in time for that. But the longer term outlook, it's a range. I was just in California with one sizable pension investor who ended the meeting saying, this seems like the time we ought to be adding money to the account. This is very clinical in how they think about this and very logical in terms of rebalancing out of the account and putting money in. So that's how I would describe it. It's a range. One thing we talk about a lot these days is how hard high quality names seem to be getting hit in this environment. And I wanted to ask why you thought that was the case. Well, when you think of what's a high quality growth stock, a higher quality one may have a stronger balance sheet. It may, as a result, possibly its debt structure may be more solid. It may have more cash on the balance sheet. And as a result, that may be reflected in its valuation multiple the most common being price to earnings. And so those tend to carry this higher multiple. And in a market like this with a rising interest rate, that adds pressure to the stock. And so we think longer term, better balance sheets tend to outperform in difficult economic environments. So we continue to hold them and like them. But in this current environment where we've just had three consecutive 75 basis point interest rate hikes, you know, quite extraordinary by any measure, those types of stocks have been held back in the short term. Alan, you work with both the Alger team and the Alger Weatherby team. Are the portfolio managers finding it difficult to stick to their process when they see high quality names taking a potentially undeserved hit? That's a great question because if we went back to 2020 and if you were sitting in a research meeting for Weatherby Specialized Growth that year performed well, And if you were sitting in a meeting for them now today, where the growth benchmarks are down significantly, I would tell you the portfolio's playbook, they're indistinguishable. They're exactly the same. So the team, number one, hasn't changed its investment playbook in any way. In fact, I would say that in the 25-year history of specialized growth, they're relying on that playbook. And I think that more importantly, when you look at the names that are in the top 10 positions in our portfolio, the companies that are held, they average more than five years holding period. And that gets back to the initial comment, which is what's your time horizon? Tell me about that playbook. Yeah, absolutely. Weatherby is a growth manager. And so they 
are absolutely looking for all the characteristics of growth, innovation, disruption, companies that will have those cash flows that we can model far out into the future and will have that growth cycle. But we also have an investment style that looks for what we refer to as hidden gems in mundane industries that may not be the most exciting things to talk about. Might be, for example, a trash collection company, a waste management company. It might be a company that provides services to gated communities like landscaping, pool maintenance, carpentry, and electrical repair. But these companies in and of themselves are absolutely growth companies. We think they're innovative, they're disruptive, they're doing things better, cheaper, faster, smarter than their competition in some cases. And so you look at these types of companies and we think they also have extremely healthy balance sheets. So much so that if the U.S. economy does enter recession, these companies should withstand that and then come out the other side positioned to take an ever greater amount of market share and an ever greater footprint in their addressable market, whereas some of their competitors may go out of business. And we've seen this before. Like We've seen this movie before. A good example would be one of our holdings is a, uh, a fitness company. It's a gym company. And when COVID hit, what happened to gyms? Everybody couldn't go to the gym anymore and they were staying at home all day. And this gym company had an extremely healthy balance sheet. They were profitable. Yes, they had to close. Did that impact their revenue? Sure. Did their stock fall in February and March of 2020? Absolutely. But when they rebounded and the vaccines became prevalent, several of their competitors had gone bankrupt and were gone. And so we watched this firm turn around and come in and acquire entire chunks of real estate at a bargain discount price, take share in markets where they had had competitors previously, but now did not. And today they're poised to be stronger and to grow faster into the future. So we've seen that movie several times. Alan, I wanted to spend some time on a strategy that Weatherby manages alongside the Alger team, the Dynamic Opportunities Portfolio and why this strategy has a tendency to do well in volatile markets. Can you talk about that strategy? Sure. Alger Dynamic Opportunities is a long-short equity hedged strategy. Well, what's that? It means that in addition to a traditional portfolio of stocks that we're buying and expecting them to go up, our analysts are going to find companies that they think were very poorly capitalized or that have substandard management teams or products or services that we think are going to get share taken away from them by companies that we like on the long side, for example. And so we can take a short position in those companies. And when you do that, and if the company falls, your valuation increases. And the nice thing about that is in a very volatile market, like the one that we've been in, volatility is often in, in our business measured by the Chicago Board of Options Exchange, VIX, the so-called VIX index. Some people refer to it as the fear index. And when the VIX is extremely low, and I would point to a period like maybe 2016, when it was sort of in the 10 or 12 range, when it's very, very low and there's very little movement in it, Longs don't go up that much and shorts don't go down that much and long short equity funds sort of muddle along. When the VIX is higher, which we've seen going back to 2020, 21, COVID, and now in this 
I mean, for Pete's sake, you've got the war in Ukraine and this rising rate environment and midterm elections and real estate crisis in China. You, the list goes on and on. The VIX has been consistently up in a 30 range. And that's, we think, that's a fantastic period for long-short equity. And Dynamic Ops has a very specific team structure. How does that work? Sure. It's a multi-manager strategy. And the, the way that it's put together, and this has been in place since March of 2017, one half of the assets is run by the team that founded the strategy, Alger's CIO and CEO, Dan Chung, and our director of risk management, Greg Adams. And they run an all-cap growth, fundamental, long-short, bottom-up portfolio that seeks to give you the very best names that Alger Research in New York can find on the long and on the short side. As I mentioned, since March of 2017, the other half of the assets has been with the Weatherby Boston team. And that Boston team is focused much more on the mid to small cap growth range. And they similarly run a portfolio of fundamental bottom up long short. But again, it's in that small cap component. When you put the two together, and we did a lot of work on this back in 2017, we discovered that their return streams were complementary to one another and diversifying. As you might imagine, if you took an all-cap product and a small-cap product and you put them together just from an asset allocation standpoint, that ought to make sense. And so the fund has actually been named uh, HFRI's Long Short Equity Hedge Fund of the Year in 2020 and again in 2021. And what are the advantages of staying in Dynamic Ops once the market comes back? Well, I think to answer that question, you step back and you put on your asset allocation hat and you say, where should I have my investments? Not just through this current Fed rate hiking cycle for the last nine months, but across my entire investment horizon. It might be, you know, across 20 years for funding a newborn child's college education funds. It might be 25 years for a pension plan. For the long term, you're going to select your investments in the different asset classes that make sense. Now, we see investors using Alger Dynamic Opportunities for that long-term perspective in a wide variety of ranges. Some on the institutional space will have a bucket of alternatives. They may have hedge funds and private equity and real assets, etc., and we'll see this fund being utilized there. That's quite common. Others may be seeking to separate alpha, and they want to generate alpha. But then lastly, we also see people that just in their traditional equity allocation, as they look at their style box equity, you know, value, core, growth, small, medium, large, they'll take this fund and bolt it onto that. And as I mentioned a moment ago with the VIX, when they're in a period like this, when volatility rises, they may increase their weighting in it because it lets them sleep better at night <laughs> because they know they have that short book protecting the downside. But I would mention that leads to the sharp ratio. In my opinion, when you talk about dynamic opportunities, the thing you have to talk about is the sharp ratio, which is, of course, the return of the portfolio minus the risk-free rate of return divided by the standard deviation of the portfolio. Dynamic opportunities, September 30, 2022 sharp ratio right now is in the fifth percentile across the entire Morningstar universe. The point being that within its peer universe, it's one of the best sharp ratios out there. Alan, last question. What's the number one message you think investors should take away from this conversation? We talked about the time frame that people have 
for investing and how long it is. And I think the number one message would be exactly that. Don't overreact to what's happening right now. Keep a long-term perspective. I talk to people as I'm traveling around the country. I was in Kansas last week and, and hearing about investors, you know, trying to sell on rallies, trying to buy on dips in the market. Understand that downturns in the market and recessions are historically not long-lasting. And above all, as your holding period gets longer, stocks become a much better performer, even after a downturn like the one that we've just experienced this year. So keep a long-term perspective and don't overreact. Alan, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Alex. As always, great talking to you. And thank you for listening. For more information on the dynamic opportunities and Weatherby specialized growth strategies, and for more of our latest insights, please visit Alger.com. The views expressed to the views of Financial Management LLC, FM, and its affiliates as of November 2022. These views are subject to change at any time and may not represent the views of all portfolio management teams. These views should not be interpreted as guaranteed the future performance of the markets, any security, or any funds managed by FAM. These views are not meant to provide investment advice and should not be considered a recommendation to purchase or sell securities. Holdings and sector allocations are subject to change. Risk disclosures investing in the stock market involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Growth stocks may be more volatile than other stocks as the prices tend to be higher in relation to the company's earnings and may be more sensitive to market political and economic developments. Technology companies may be significantly affected by competition, innovation, regulation, and product obsolescence, and may be more volatile than the securities of other companies. Local, regional, or global events such as war, acts of terrorism, the spread of infectious illness, or other public health issues, recessions, or other events could have a significant impact on investments. A significant portion of assets may be invested in securities of companies in related sectors and may be similarly affected by economic, political, or market events and conditions and may be more vulnerable to unfavorable sector developments. Cash positions may underperform relative to equity and fixed income securities. Options and short sales could increase market exposure, magnifying losses and increasing volatility. Assets may be invested in financial derivative instruments, FDIs such as total return swaps, TRS or options which involve risks, including possible counterparty default, illiquidity and the risk of losses greater than if they had not been used. Issuers of convertible securities may be more sensitive to economic changes. Investing in companies with small capitalizations involves the risk that such issuers may have limited product lines or financial resources, lack management depth, or have limited liquidity. Leverage increases volatility in both up and down markets, and its costs may exceed the returns of borrowed securities. Foreign securities involve special risks, including currency fluctuations, inefficient trading, political and economic instability, and increased volatility. Active trading may increase transaction costs, brokerage commissions, and taxes, which can lower the return on investment. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Alger Dynamic Opportunities Fund Class Z won the HFM U.S. Performance Awards 2021 for Best 40 Act Fund out of eight entries in the Best 40 Act Fund category. Any fund satisfying the following requirements were eligible for the HFM U.S. Performance Awards 2021, must be based in North America, must submit monthly performance data for USD share class to HFM, must have a minimum of $25 million in assets under management as of June 2021, and must submit a three-year track record of monthly performance through June 2021 to HFM. The judges for the HFM U.S. Performance Award 2021 were carefully selected for their wealth of experience and alternatives expertise and were comprised of leading institutional and private investors and investment consultants. Judges focused on absolute performance as well as standard deviation of returns and outperformance of the relevant HFM benchmark. We also took into consideration the relative AUM, nature of the investment strategy, track records, other supporting materials, and professional knowledge they have about shortlisted funds to come to their decisions. 
The winners were announced on November 4th, 2021. Algodynamic Opportunities Fund Class C also won the HFM U.S. Performance Awards 2020 for Best 40 Act Fund out of 12 entries in the Best 40 Act Fund category based on the same criteria as of June 2020. Past performance is not an indication or guarantee of future results. Alpha measures the difference between a portfolio's actual returns and its expected performance given its level of risk as measured by beta. Beta measures a portfolio's sensitivity to market movements relative to a particular index. A portfolio with a beta of 1 would be expected to have returns equal to such index. Sharp ratio is calculated as the portfolio's rate of return less the 3-month T-bill's rate of return relative to the portfolio's standard deviation less the 3-month T-bill's standard deviation for the period. Please note that using different points of comparison may have materially different results. VIX is the ticker symbol and popular name for the Chicago Board Options Exchange's CBOE Volatility Index, a popular measure of the stock market's expectation of volatility based on S&P 500 index options. Important information for U.S. investors. This material must be accompanied by the most recent fund fact sheets if used in connection with the sale of mutual fund and ETF shares. Fred Alger and Company LLC serves as distributor of the Alger Mutual Funds. Important information for UK and EU investors. This material is directed at investment professionals and qualified investors as defined by MIFID FCA regulations. It is for information purposes only and has been prepared and is made available for the benefit of investors. This material does not constitute an offer or solicitation to any person in any jurisdiction in which it is not authorized or permitted or to anyone who would be an unlawful recipient and is only intended for use by original recipients and addressees. The original recipient is solely responsible for any actions and further distributing this material and should be satisfied in doing so that there is no breach of local legislation or regulation. Certain products may be subject to restrictions with regards to certain persons or in certain countries under national regulations applicable to such persons or countries. Alger Management Limited, Company House Number 8634056, domiciled at 78 Brook Street, London, W1K5EF, UK, is authorized and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority for the distribution of regulated financial products and services. FAM and or Weatherby Capital LLC U.S. Registered Investment Advisors serve as sub-portfolio manager to financial products distributed by Alger Management Limited. Alger Group Holdings LLC, parent company of FAM, and Alger Management Limited, FAM, and Fred Alger and Company LLC are not authorized persons for the purposes of the Financial Services and Markets Act 2000 of the United Kingdom, FSMA, and this material has not been approved by an authorized person for the purposes of Section 21.2b of the FSMA. Important information for investors in Israel. This material is provided in Israel only to investors of the type listed in the first schedule of the Securities Law, 1968, the Securities Law, and the Regulation of Investment Advice, Investment Marketing, and Investment Portfolio Management Law, 1995. The fund units will not be sold to investors who are not of the type listed in the first schedule of the Securities Law. Before investing, carefully consider the fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses. For prospectus and summary prospectus containing this and other information, or for the fund's most recent month-end performance data, visit Alchu.com, call 800-992-3863 or consult your financial advisor. Read the prospectus and summary prospectus carefully before investing. Distributor Fred Alger Company LLC, not FDIC insured, not bank guaranteed, may lose value. Fred Alger Company LLC, 100 Pearl Street, New York, New York, 1004, 800-305-8547, Alger.com.